Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Jackie Lindahl. I am your host. This is episode number three of my podcast. So I just wanted to give a really quick and sincere thank you for coming and listening to the podcast. If you have checked out my other episodes in the podcast, I really appreciate you listening. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that I believe is one of the biggest things that people are forgetting when it comes to their health, fitness, weight loss, or just really any goal for that matter. Now you might have either heard or lived a similar story. You are wanting to lose weight or work on your fitness goals and you start super strong right out of the gate. You have these crazy workouts. You're going to the gym six days a week. You're working hard. You're sweating hard. You're super strict with your diet, really restricted, dialed in, no carbs, no sugar, no nothing. And in three weeks, you find yourself completely off track. You've blown your diet. You've not been to the gym in days. You're sitting there wondering why you aren't getting anywhere towards your goals. And you're left feeling discouraged and wondering, what am I doing wrong? Now, this ties into today's topic because even if you have the perfect workout plan, the perfect gym setup, the most amazing diet written out on paper, all the organic, non-GMO, whatever foods in your pantry, none of that means shit if you can't be consistent with your diet and nutrition towards your goals. And that is the topic for today is consistency and why consistency is truly the key in achieving your health and fitness goals. And full disclosure, most people, almost everyone struggles with consistency for their plans at one point or another. And I know this because I struggled really hard with consistency for the longest time. I mentioned this a little bit in my first podcast episode, but I thought I would touch on it right now. Before I got really serious about my health and fitness, for years, I struggled with consistency. I would start eating healthy and I would start going to the gym and doing all of these things for like two or three weeks and then I would just stop. Then in about six weeks or a month later or whatever, I would start all over again and I would be super consistent for like two weeks and then I would stop. And this cycle continued on for years and years. And I always wondered, why aren't I getting anywhere? Why can't I achieve my goals? Why aren't I fit? Why aren't I feeling good about myself? It's because I wasn't consistent. That's why I wanted to talk about this topic today because I've been there and I struggled with it hard. So I wanted to share some of my tips and tricks as to what helped me with my own consistency and increased my self-efficacy. So Like I said before, you can have the most amazing plan and the most amazing willpower out of the gate and motivation and whatever you got to make your goals happen, but nothing 
will change long-term without consistency applied over time towards these goals. With this topic, I wanted to talk about a few things. Number one, I wanted to talk about what it actually means to be consistent and what that means towards your goals. And number two, how you can improve your consistency so that you can actually achieve your goals. In other words, improving your self-efficacy, being able to actually get to where you want to go. So let's get into it. So what does it mean to actually be consistent? The definition of consistency, the loose definition that I'm going to use, is a quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way over time. So how does this apply to weight loss? What it means to be consistent is the more and longer you are sticking to your plan. Now, whether that is nutrition plan, exercise plan, or both, the longer and more consistent you are and persistent with these plans, the chances that you are going to achieve your goals exponentially increase. So in other words, to be consistent towards your health and fitness goals or weight loss goals or whatever they may be, is you constantly showing up every week, sticking to your plan as best as you can and being super unbelievably patient. So one thing that consistency can sometimes get confused with, and a lot of people think that I'm saying is that you have to be perfect. You have to stay on your plan perfectly all the time. That is no. Being consistent is not the same as being perfect. In fact, with my clients, I strongly, strongly discourage them from trying to be perfect when it comes to their nutrition and their workouts, because all it does is just lead with them feeling discouraged when they find out that they're not going to be perfect. And then they feel like I can't do this and they fall off track. You've probably heard someone or even yourself say, I'm either on or off. I, you know, have to be perfect. I have a perfectionist mentality. So when it comes to health and fitness, I'm either on or off. And what it really means when you're saying that is you just don't know how to be consistent and you think that you have to be perfect. So if you instead take off the pressure of being perfect and instead just focus on imperfect action continuously being applied over time, it really takes the pressure off and you learn to understand that the more often that you show up continually throughout time, the more likely you are to succeed. In other words, increasing your own self-efficacy in that believing that you can actually achieve your goals. Like I mentioned when I first started the podcast, a lot of people start really strong out of the gate when it comes to you know, their goals. They get it in their mind. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to run a marathon. I want to do all of these things. And they start super strong. They're going to the gym. You know, they make this crazy plan that they're going to hit the gym like six days a week. They're going to do extra cardio. They're going to do all of these things. They're going to cut out carbs and sugar and stuff. And then they'll start to falter when they feel a little unmotivated or they're feeling a little bit discouraged because the initial plan that they set out for themselves is just too much. And they figure that they have to continue to be perfect or they might as well just not do it at all. So when they realize that they're starting to falter on this plan that they set out for themselves, they just give up. And instead of doing anything to get towards their goals, they just end up doing nothing, which gets them nowhere. And this is where being perfect and doing too much too soon can actually hold you back. So instead of focusing on a bunch of things, what 
these people and yourself need to do is instead focus on a few key things and doing them as consistently as possible, not perfectly, but as consistently as they possibly can so that they will be able to stick to these things in the long term and therefore actually achieve their goals in the long term. One example that I like to use and that I've heard, and I'm sure that you've might've heard as well, is when you think about a river running through a mountain, that river had to cut through rock to be able to run through a mountain. Now the river wasn't able to cut the rock, cut through the rock because of its initial power. It's so, it's such a powerful river that it just cut through the rock. That's not what happened. But what happened is over time, that water stream was slowly cutting through that rock little bit by little bit to be able to break through the mountain, run on the other side of it. And it really applies to consistency as well. It's not, you know, all this power and amazing things that you do initially out of the gate that gets you to your goals. It's instead the imperfect action, little bit by little bit, continuing with small goals over time that actually gets you to where you want to go. So the more and longer that you are consistent, the more that you'll realize that being perfect is completely overrated and not helpful at all. So for example, if you're consistent with your workouts, say for example, you set a goal to do two to three workouts a week for eight to 10 weeks. Then towards the end of that eight to 10 weeks, you take a week off. Because you've been so consistent for that eight to 10 weeks prior to taking that one week off, nothing as far as your progress or your strength or anything like that will change. Because up until that week off that you've had, you've been ruthlessly consistent with your workouts, two to three workouts a week for eight to 10 weeks. Now, this would even apply if you were doing workouts for six weeks and you took a week off. You won't lose any strength or any or any progress because you have been so diligent about your workouts up until this point. Same thing applies with nutrition. If you are, for example, wanting to lose weight and you've dialed in your nutrition to concentrate on more whole healthy foods, fruits and veggies, all these things, sticking to a calorie deficit for your weight loss, if you're really diligent about those things, most of the time that when you go off track now and then, or you have an increased, uh, you have a day where your calories are increased or hell, you've been consistent for weeks. And then you go on a week long vacation to all you can eat buffet. Your progress won't be ruined because of that little bit of time that you took off or that one day that you increased your calories because all of those other days you were ruthlessly consistent and on track. And this is how consistency comes into play for your goals. The more and the longer that you stay on track and the more and the longer that you are working towards your goals, that when you do take time off or you do go off track, it's not going to ruin your progress because you are so diligent. So this leads into the next part of the podcast. How do you actually improve consistency? Now, there's many different ways, but I'm going to highlight three big pillars on how to improve your consistency so you can actually achieve your goals. Number one is set yourself attainable goals. Many times people start way too crazy with their goals and they shoot for the stars wanting to do crazy amounts of workouts and, you know, cut out sugar, cut out carbs, way too severe of a calorie deficit. And they 
set these completely unreasonable goals and then they expect perfection. And when they can't be perfect with this crazy plan that they built for themselves, then they get discouraged and they fall off track. So instead setting yourself some goals that you know that you can achieve to give yourself a win. The more wins that you create for yourself, the more your self-efficacy increases, basically meaning the more that you're going to believe in yourself that you can actually do this. But when you set your goals way too high, way too much too soon, and then you realize that you can't achieve those goals right out of the gate, it'll decrease your self-efficacy and you won't believe that you can actually do this. So set yourself some SMART goals. We've all heard the SMART acronym, right? I believe it's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. There's a couple of different ways that they say the acronym, but anyways, making them specific, super specific. Like for example, not just I'm going to exercise, make a plan for yourself. I'm going to do a workout, a 30 minute workout twice a week, every week. I'm going to do a 30 minute walk every day for five days a week, something super specific and measurable. And by dialing in the specificity of your goal, it creates the plan in and of itself. When we just say, I want to exercise, what the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. Get super dialed in and specific on what you want to achieve. How many days a week? For how long are you going to exercise? For how many weeks are you going to exercise? What is a measure of progress for that exercise that you know that you're going to get better with? Really answer those questions with yourself. And what I also discourage people from doing is picking too many goals all at once. Pick a few goals, a few things that you know that you can do and keep them really reasonable. You're not working out six days a week here. We're probably going to start with maybe two or three workouts, or maybe if you don't work out or exercise at all, we start with a couple of walks in a week. Doing something like that for four weeks will help increase your self-efficacy, but you're not overshooting it so much that you're over, that you're making it way too complicated that you don't want to achieve it. Keeping in mind that this consistency with small goals over time is what gets you the results. So like I said, it doesn't help to do six workouts for two weeks in a row and then zero for the next three weeks because you can't stick to it. Instead, pick two to three workouts a week for 30 minutes to 45 minutes and do that for eight weeks. And you'll notice market improvement for your nutrition. Instead of cutting carbs or sugar or going into a severe calorie deficit, focus on a few things that you can do. Like for example, adding in a big salad with your meals every single day will help increase your vegetable intake. It will help increase your nutrient and vitamins that you're taking in. And also you're getting in more food for less calories, therefore in decreasing your calories, making it easier to be in a calorie deficit. Pick your goals very smart and don't overdo it. Smart goals. Number two is letting go of perfection and adopting the 80-20 rule. So the 80-20 rule means that 80% of the time when you're working towards your goals, you are dialed in on your nutrition, you are hitting your workouts, and 20% of the time, you're allowing yourself to enjoy some time off, have some fun, enjoy maybe foods that you don't um, have very often, go out to eat, have some drinks, whatever. 
but 80% of the time you are on track. Now, the reason why I like this is because number one, it allows you to have some fun. It takes away the being super rigid as the goal and gives you that flexibility. Like we said, perfectionism is not the goal here. But what it also means is you do have to be very consistent. 80% is still very high. If you were in school and you got 80%, that's a pretty good mark. So it does usually make people have to be a little bit more strict with their routine than they think. A lot of people think that they're in the 80-20 rule, but they're actually not. They're more like 60-40 or 50-50. Being 80-20 actually means that most of the time you are on track. So if you were to be on track for the next 30 days, 80% is about 24 of those 20 of those 30 days. Meaning that for 80% of those days, you have to be on track with your nutrition and your workouts for at least 24 days out of that 30. Now, do I want you to achieve 30 out of 30? No, I don't. And this is going to bring me to my next point. Point number three, tracking your consistency and being honest with yourself. I've had this conversation with a lot of my clients many times where we're getting on the phone, we're doing a check-in and they're telling me I'm frustrated. I feel like I'm doing everything right. I feel like I'm on track, but I'm just not getting anywhere. What the hell is going on? And I'll say to them, okay, well, let's see your consistency. So I get them to track their consistency. And then usually they'll come back to me and go, oh, I... I guess I wasn't being as consistent as I thought I was. Um, instead of being 80% consistent, I was actually more like only 60% consistent. And it's a real eye opener for people when they're looking to achieve their goals is actually tracking that consistency. So how can you track your consistency? One way that I like to do it, and I get my clients to do this, is using a 30-day consistency calendar. So what I get them to do is literally... I'll send them either a PDF with a little chart on it, or they just make their own in Excel or just go on Google and find a 30 day calendar and printing it off. Then they track their consistency over the next 30 days to see, are they at 80% consistency or are they not? On the days that they hit their nutrition goals, hit their calorie goal and do their scheduled workouts, they give themselves a check mark. On days that they don't do their scheduled workouts or they don't hit their calorie goal, they give themselves a circle. By the end of the 30 days to be 80% consistent, you have to hit at least 25 out of 30 check marks and about five circles. Now the circles, I don't consider to be a bad day. It's just a day where you had your calories increased or you didn't meet your goals. I want to see people have some circles on their consistency calendar because it means that they're actually sticking to the 80-20 rule and they're not trying to be perfect. The goal is not to have 30 check marks. The goal is to have 25 check marks and a reasonable five or whatever circles so that you can see that you have balance. You have to create that balance. So if you're not sure as to whether or not you're actually being consistent towards your goals or you're struggling, try a consistency calendar and see how it works for you. And you might op- it might really open up your eyes to seeing how consistent have you actually been? 
And that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found this discussion helpful and understanding now what consistency means towards your goals and how to better improve your consistency so that you can achieve your health and fitness goals. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you can stay up to date with all my latest episodes and more. You can, if you also enjoyed what I'm doing here on the podcast so far, I would really love a five-star review. It just helps to let me know that you're enjoying what you are listening to here on the podcast and also helps increase my searchability so that more people can find my podcast. If you want to, you can also find me on social media. My Instagram handle, I will post in the show notes, uh, but it is Jackie.FitLikeAGirl, all one word. Uh, Otherwise, thank you so much again for listening. I really appreciate it. And until next time, take care.